Headline news. It's four o'clock. These are your headlines from Money FM 89.3 with Bernard Lim. I'm Michelle Martin. Good evening. A renewed partnership between the International Labour Organization or ILO and the Manpower Ministry will help promote the decent work agenda as well as strengthen aspects of the ASEAN regional integration process. The ministry said this will also enhance capacities of social partners in ILO and ASEAN member states in the field of labour. The renewed agreement, which runs to the end of 2020, was finalised in consultation with the workers and employers' organisations of Singapore. The ILO brings together governments, employers and workers of 187 member states to set labour standards, develop policies and devise programmes promoting decent work. Decent work refers to work opportunities that are productive and deliver a fair income, security at the workplace and social protection for families, among other safeguards. More than a month after stricter rules for personal mobility devices, or PMDs, kicked in, the authorities have caught 322 errant users for a range of offences. They were caught by the active mobility enforcement officers conducting operations across Singapore. Officers covered areas such as Bedok Reservoir, Geylang, Kakibukit and Jurong. The Land Transport Authority said that the offences included riding non-compliant devices on public paths and roads, using PMDs on roads or power-assisted bicycles on footpaths, and speeding or riding recklessly on paths. Singapore's only three Michelin-starred restaurant, Joel Robuchon, will close by the end of this month. Located at Resorts World Sentosa, its sister outlet, the two Michelin-starred, L'Atelier de Joel Robuchon will also close. But according to the Business Times, it may reopen in Orchard Road. RWS confirmed the closure, saying it will release a joint statement between RWS and Robuchon's restaurant group soon. Both restaurants will serve their last meals on June 30th, just under a month in the lead-up to the unveiling of this year's edition of the Singapore Michelin Guide. The imminent closure of the two high-end restaurants come as a blow to Singapore's fine dining scene, which earlier this year lost the two-star restaurant Andre. We'll have more of this in discussion uh, with two insiders in the food scene right here in Singapore. It's coming up at 10 minutes past five. Join us then. Eight miniature national monuments built using more than 110,000 Lego bricks have gone on display at the basement of the National Library building. The historical landmarks include the Central Fire Station, former Tanjung Paga Railway Station, the National Museum of Singapore, Sultan Mosque, Tim Hock King Temple and St Andrew's Cathedral, the tallest model standing at 1.1 metres. The project started last October and took over seven months to complete. Before building the models, drones were flown over the various buildings to provide an aerial view of the monuments. The public will be able to catch the free exhibition from June the 7th to 30th from 10am to 9pm daily except on public holidays. A spokesman for financier Lo Tek Joe has issued a statement saying that Mr Lo's lawyers will be in contact with Malaysian authorities to help in the 1MDB probe. Lo's whereabouts are currently unknown. Malaysia's anti-graft agency issued a notice earlier today asking him and one other person to assist in the investigation into a former unit of debt-laden state fund 1MDB. The Malaysian Anti-Corruption Commission has resumed a probe into SRC International, which has been linked to transfers of 42 million ringgit into the personal account of former Premier Najib Razak. Mr Lowe has been named along with Mr Najib's stepson Riza Aziz in civil lawsuits filed by the US Department of Justice alleging that about 4.5 billion US dollars was misappropriated from 1MDB. 
China has offered to buy 70 billion US dollars worth of US goods if Washington drops plans to impose tariffs in return. Top Chinese economic advisor Liu He made the offer during the weekend trade talks with a US delegation led by Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross. The new purchases would include soybeans, natural gas, crude oil and coal. U.S. exports to China last year hit $130.4 billion. A $70 billion package of purchases would amount to 53.8% increase. For goods alone, the U.S. trade deficit with China hit a record $375 billion last year. And the White House has demanded Beijing cut the imbalance by $200 billion. Donald Trump hosted his first iftar dinner as U.S. President last night, marking the traditional Ramadan fast-breaking meal with Muslim invitees at the White House. Trump, who has frequently engaged in inflammatory anti-Muslim rhetoric, hosted the event at the state dining room. He did not hold a similar event at his first year in office in a break with past presidents. There were more than 50 guests. At the head table, Mr Trump sat with Saudi Ambassador Prince Khalid bin Salman and Jordanian Ambassador Dina Kawa. Ambassadors were invited from the United Arab Emirates, Jordan, Egypt, Tunisia, Iraq, Saudi Arabia, Qatar, Bahrain, Morocco, Algeria and Libya. But several American Muslim groups said they would not participate in the iftar. Read more news at the Business Times and the Straits Times. You're listening to Money FM, a station of SPH Radio, Singapore's fastest growing radio network.